I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to After Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin. Set no sandwich. And a handshake is starting to take place as we're here for today's game at Parkview Road between Erith and Belvedere and Canterbury City. Sun is shining, birds are singing, it's Scaffold Premier League time, Premier Division time, Premier League, Premier Division. I don't even know what's trendy anymore. We'll go for Premier League. Um, the two teams are on the pitch now, Erith and Belvedere in their sort of relatively new orange and white, which goes against the tradition of their blue and white against Canterbury in their maroon. Would you say maroon, ladies and gentlemen? And more importantly, it is non-league day as well, which, uh, as everyone knows, is the day where they tend to do around the international break and it's to get people who support teams who are obviously not playing due to the break along to watch and support the non-league. Um, in total honesty, attendance-wise, I thought there'd be a few more. Aerith and Belvedere are quite an obviously well-known team in the borough. Um, it makes a change for us as well because normally we're more sort of Aerith and Aerith town people, but we can get around and have a look. Um, but, you know, it's still good that these people are coming down to have a look. And Parkview Road, as we know, is the home ground of Welling United who Aerith ground share with so there's obviously that connection and there should always be a game there at the weekend just looking at my notes now um, which I wrote very professionally on a piece of paper before arriving so I look like a bit of a bit of a sort of amateur journalist uh, or Wally as the asterisk would say um, Irith and Belvedere going to this game in 6th place on 56 points 18 behind Chatham at the top but they're one clear of Irith Town so the bragging rights will go to them Irith obviously managed by um, Danny Murphy um, not that one as we said in our interview with him. Canterbury City going to this game 16th place, about three points clear of the bottom two, um, but they are 15 points clear of those um, who are looking at going down. So there is quite a gap between them and the uh, bottom two. As I said, they're managed by Keith Bird. Going into this game, the last five, Irith and Belvedere, they lost uh, recently against Holland and Blair. They won against Canterbury away at Canterbury's ground 2-1. They lost 3-0 away at Sheppey, which is always a hard place to go at this level. Uh, They won 4-3 at Lordswood and they drew two all with Crowborough and looking before the game they average they score about two goals a game if we do XG and all that kind of malarkey so two two goals a game at home so there should be some goals Canterbury going to this game uh, they beat the Fish, uh, Mill's local non-league team, 1-0 away recently. They drew with Glebe, which is a huge result. Uh, and then Glebe, Chatham and Sheppey are top of the table. Um, again, they lost to uh, Erith and Belvedere in that fixture. They lost 4-0 to Erith Town away and they drew one all with Holmesdale. Um, the ball's about to kick off now. 
away we go. I'm just with um, Avery Junior 1 and Avery Junior 2 because Avery Junior 3 was in the car. What do we think the score is going to be today, boys? Avery Junior 1? 2 0. To who? Aerith Belvedere. Aerith Avery Junior 2? 3 1 to Aerith Belvedere. Aerith Belvedere. Well, the game has started. There's lots of shouting, sun shining, birds are singing. What could go wrong? I'm in my own bird chip corner and as usual, we will check in. When we uh, when we get some goal manufacturing scores, and literally we're 90 seconds into this game, and do you know what? Comic timing. That piece of paper that made me look like an amateur journalist slash Wally has blown away. You couldn't write it, could you? Might start raining soon. So we're about 10 minutes in, and we've and yeah, you just heard from uh, Avery number two there that they had a shot. It went into the road. That's how high it went over. It's been relatively backwards and forwards. I'd say that Irith and Belvedere have been the better side in the opening uh, 10 minutes, the way they retain the ball. Um, Canterbury, Canterbury giving them a little bit of space to knock it around and, you know, do with it what they want, really. But Canterbury do quite well when it gets to the final third for Irith um, and Belvedere. It does get snuffed out pretty well. There's been a couple of balls over the top for Irith, but unfortunately not led to much. Um, and the first real chance there of the game, as I said, went to Canterbury, um, where a ball was played over the top, and I'd say from about sort of six to eight yards out, it's, it's just blazed over the bar. Um, could he have done better? Arguably, arguably could have done better. Um, Irith and Belvedere now on the ball and, and knocking it about, so that's not dented their confidence too much. Um, but there's been some good stuff here so far. I mean, I mean, a couple of players. Let's not get too grandeur and say because it's non-league day you're going to see the next, you know, Steve Morrison or Lee Gregory or or Luke Vardy. Don't get me wrong, but some of them are knocking the ball around quite nicely. Um, the referees in the line is doing quite well. There's a, there's a cross. Well, as soon as, as soon as he says that, Cursor commentary smashes it into the stand. Um, but they're knocking the ball around quite nicely at times. They bring a ball down really well here from Belvedere with these cross-field passes. And it's a, it's a nice little atmosphere. Again, it's, it's, it's a nice day. Everyone seems pretty happy. You can have a beer in the stands. It's, it's, it's non-league football. It is what it is. Um, and it has that sort of romance to it that other games in the sort of higher up the divisions don't have. Um, again, we'll check in again shortly um, as I'm getting a little bit too uh, sort of uh, romantic and dramatic with the game. But no, it's been pretty good. The surface is nice. It might be a bit hard shortly. But, you know, you can hear everything the players are saying to each other. The managers get involved. It's, it's, it's a good game. So, up the deers. Are we even supporting the team this game? We don't know. One thing that I forgot to say in the previous two voice notes that uh, I'm going to say now, basically, is a, a reminder to, to sort of fans who listen to the show who listen to our acts and grassroots stuff and and you know want to want to get involved with a non-league that again it's let's be brutally honest let's not be too too out of order or disrespectful but you know the, the level of the football isn't isn't sort of top tier exactly or oh, bad foul middle part play on well pl- well played on referee um played on nicely there will he put it back for the foul oh he's playing on advantage is gone um but going back to it it's it, Yes, the football standard may not be excellent, um, but it is it is good value for money. I mean, like you know, we've gone to a number of games this season, covering the show and, and just out of interest. So you know, we've done Irith Town, Irith and Belvedere. We've done Irith v Portsmouth, um, VC the Athletic versus uh, Hastings. Um, we didn't record it for the show um, for personal reasons, but we went to um, what was the game, boys? We went to. Uh, 
and Stansfield, yes, a fish refs in Stanfield, so that would be Skeffel Division 1, um, sort of division below. And we know Nick has obviously been to a few games, he's been to Webb's Fleet, he's been to Hornchurch with Harry and that kind of stuff. But one thing that always stands out to me is the, is the value for money in, in getting to these games. You know, we've got good seats here. Um, again, it's, it's a good game of football so far. For me and the two boys to get in, eight quid. And I paid the £8, even though we've got the MSC membership, so you sort of get the discount you want to give some money to the club. But, you know, it's, it's, it's less than a tenner for a family to get in um, to watch some, some football. And if you've got two boys like I've got, or you've got any family members who are into football and just want to watch football, it's eight quid, ladies and gentlemen. You can't knock it at all. Oh, we've had our first little moment of tension there. A ball was played over the top to um, the number nine for from Belvedere. Another ball's been played over the top now. Brought down nicely on the side of the box. Little bit backwards and forwards. Shots unleashed. It goes wide. But now they're not happy as you can hear. Basically, what's happened is a ball was just in the move before was played over the top to um, to Ira from Belvedere. They sent it forward number nine. Um, he's, he's pretty much thrown goal. He, he, he had a bit of work to do. He had to bring the ball down. I mean, it wasn't as crystal clear as that it was in front of him and he could just tap it in. But still, the ball's lit about chest eye. He's looked at it and the bloke's coming from behind from Canterbury. And the referee, to his credit, to his credit, straight away has said no penalty. And the assistant official on the other side, uh, she's having a great game as well so far, keeping up the line, but she didn't flag neither. But, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those. If it was anywhere else on the pitch, would you have given a foul? That's always the argument with football, isn't it? Because if it's a, if it's a foul... You know, in the, in the penalty area, it can obviously change the game massively. If not, it's not. But I'm going I'm to ask the I'm going to ask the dubious uh, panel of was it a penalty? First, um, Avery Senior one. Would you have given a penalty in that situation? What do you think? Yes. Yeah, but what do you mean yes? What do you think happened? Like he nudged him from behind, and he didn't really have the ball yet, so. It's like tackling someone when they haven't received the ball yet. It's a foul. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The ball's not there to be played, um, and yeah, he's come through the back of him. What do you reckon? What do you reckon, Len? Uh, I think it was a penalty because he didn't settle the ball on the floor yet, and he wasn't running with it because it was still bouncing, and he shoved him. Yeah, and it was from behind, wasn't it? Yeah. What'd you have done if you were the ref, though? I would go for penalty. Would go penalty. Brave and safe, up here. What about you? Would you give penalty? Yeah, I would go for penalty. Yeah, there you go. The dubious was it a penalty decision has spoken. Yes. We will see what happens for the rest of the game. So we've had a couple of incidences here where, uh, yeah, Ira from Belvedere just can't beat that offside trap. Um, I wouldn't necessarily Canterbury are playing it particularly well, but they're just not timing their runs well. We had one in the first half where the flag went up straight away. And there was another instance where a ball was played over the top just there to the 11 out on the wide and nine was offside. And even though it was clearly offside and everyone was sort of going, no, 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 he ran in and touched it, uh, flagged straight up. And, and usually, as usual, um, he thought he'd beat the offside trap, but he, he clearly hadn't. The, off, oh, the offside, what was I saying? The full-time whistle. Full-time whistle? What game am I watching? The half-time whistle was just gone here at um, Erith and Belvedere and it is nil-nil after um, not a lot of goal malfaction and um, neither goalkeeper really tested but it's been pretty good it's been pretty physical there's been some good tackles going in some questionable um, decisions that have been questioned by the players from the referee and 
and yeah, it has been enjoyable with not much goal mouth action. So let's just hope um, that the sort of amateur XG that I looked up before we started was right and we get a couple of goals because it would certainly, uh, it'd certainly make this a more interesting game, I think, with a goal or two. But yeah, up the deers. So back here for the second half, um, underway here and Ira from Belvedere now kicking from left to right, from my point of view anyway, um, from my very own uh, bird poo corner. Um, it's interesting really because, you know, a lot of people say about this non-league day and everything like that and it, and it is a great initiative, don't get me wrong. And, and again, one of the things that we've really enjoyed covering with Acton Grassroots this season is, is the passion that a lot of the teams have or fans have. Shot from distance. Oh, it's gone in! Wow! Basic, right, so let's start again, Michael. So a ball's been played across pitch. Um, to um, to a wide man, obviously, clearly. He's miles at, what would you say, boys? 30 yards? 35? Yeah. yeah. He's Maybe like 46. 46. A specific stare from Avery um, Senior, number two. 46 yards out from his from his eagle eye. But he's, he's hit this ball. He must have seen we ain't seen because he's, he's hit this ball low and he's hit it hard. And somehow, it seems to have wrong-footed the keeper. It was standing. It seemed in the middle to go. It really didn't seem like it was bothering or troubling and troubling him at all. But he's hit it. The keeper's saved it. It's wrong-footed him somehow, and the keeper's got an hand to it, and it's gone in. And so Erie from Belvedere taking the lead in really, really weird circumstances. I mean, there's there's nothing. I mean, there's 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 nothing there. Um, that would have really tested the keeper but it is what it is it's, it's 1-0 now to everyone over there and literally as I was just doing a voice note to say across the football uh, non-league scene Dartford's 0-0 Eriff Town's 0-0 Sheppey's 0-0 there's a lot of teams that 0-0 at half time and now and now you've got a really weird situation where it's 1-0 to Eriff and Belvedere and there we go, it's 2-0 to Erith and Belvedere there. Really nicely plays finish. Canterbury were on the attack, and to quote my um, seven-year-old middle child during the attack, oh, skills, and there was a few oohs and ahs. Um, Canterbury lost the ball, defended well by Erith and Belvedere. Ball's been played up top. Um, the centre-forward's running with the ball. Everyone's screaming for him to look out wide, look out wide. He's played out wide to the nine. It was the nine, wasn't it, boys? It was the nine, yeah. Who's cool as you like, just on the um, just as he goes into the 18-yard box, plays it back across the goalkeeper, puts it down to the goalkeeper's bottom right, his bottom left. He ain't gonna miss his two near here from Belvedere. So it looks like my uh, XG rating and prediction of Erith and Belvedere scoring at least two at home every game seems to be um, producing some fruit. It's, it's, as I said, it was it was a good first half with little very little action. Excuse my French. A very little action, which um, has already within what 10-15 minutes of this half uh, produced the fruit of what the first half was promising. And, and there's some nice little football being played now. So it's it's going well for here from Belvedere. They're in total control of the game now. It's two nil. Um, I know everyone says that's a really difficult scoreline to sort of defend because if the other team gets into it, but. I can't really see Canterbury getting back into this game at the moment, but they are giving a good go. They're playing some good stuff. Lovely ball played over the top there. Going through on goal. Good defending back to the goalkeeper. 2-0 here at Parkview Road. So, so far uh, on Acton Grassroots, we've had drums at um, VCD. We've had ultras for Hastings. We've had the ultra section. I believe it was the ultra section that Harry and Nick wanted to get near to and, and have a little listen. 
Um, we've had some weird, weird things seen at the sort of grassroots level. Weird in a nice way. I mean it in a nice way. It's like it's like when it's like when you hear, you know, like the eighties was weird and the music was weird. It weren't really, you know, Depeche Mode were great. Anyway, I digress. But strangely, Canterbury, so it's a fair old trick from here. It's a fair old trick. They have got one fan behind the goal. They've got one fan behind um Iris goal who is literally like the one-man band, and he's standing, oh, on, get him every five minutes. It's very bizarre. He's now got his head in his hand because they're 2-0 down, and he's all by himself. Poor sod. I'm, I would, I might I might send someone over to see if he's all right, maybe stand with him, but he looks like he gets on coach one. This is real end-to-end stuff with, what, 10, 15 minutes left. Um, Canterbury just had a corner was cleared and then another corner was in swung in swung swung in what is going on with my vocabulary today um but ball was swung in and oh ball nearly played over top missed but no the ball was played earlier on uh cleared by from belvedere and then from there they got them on the counter attack and then they had to shut them runs the other end of the pitch and had to shut themselves so this is the type of game you're seeing where in the first half it was all Irith and Belvedere, like I said earlier on, that controlled the passages of play. Um, they were had more time on the ball, they were better with the ball and they were a lot more composed. But now Canterbury are actually getting a lot more into it at 2-0 down. You know, they've had a few chances, they seem to be attacking a bit more and the Irith and Belvedere goalkeeper's a little bit more busy than he was um, in the first half, obviously. But... It's just a shame. Lovely ball played over the top now by Canterbury. Ball's come back across. On the edge of the box. It's 2-1. 2-1 literally just said, didn't I? As Canterbury were playing. The one-man band at the, behind the goals literally, and I, I'm not even joking, literally jumping up and down, punching the air. But Canterbury got the ball, run down the left wing, crossed the ball in. It, the intended target, it's gone just behind him. But then a player's coming at the edge of the box, had a shot, deflected off of defender, and it's gone in the top corner. So... As I was starting this voice note saying that Canterbury get more into the game, it's 2 1. It's 2 1. What in the last 10, 15 minutes this will be? And yeah, there's goals. Goals in the non league. All the nil nils at half time. Don't believe them. Don't believe them, dear listener. It means nothing. It means nothing at all. We're getting towards the end of the game now, and we're getting to a point of game management, which you can understand from Eric from Belvedere's point of view. You know, they're in the top six, top eight. Say about game management and. It's the ironic chuckle that comes from um, the Eric from Belvedere bird poo corner. But basically, the goalkeepers played this ball. As, as I was literally talking about game management, that the goalkeepers played this ball. And he's it, bounced a couple of times, gone to the centre forward. He's played it inside. And then it's like Moses and the Red Sea. It's just absolutely parted in front of him, the, the uh, centre forward. I think it was the nine. He's run through on goal and he's about eight yards out. The keeper's actually made the made the save to be on the floor so all you've got to do is dink it over him and, and there you go 3-1 game over game management etc but he's hit the bar from about 8 yards out he's bounced off the bar if I'm moaned and groaned obviously as it is but blimey how, how, how are you hitting the bar from like 6 to 8 yards out and that's not hor- being horrible because like, I don't play this level and I mean the closest I'd get to this level is refing it obviously but but you you <laughs> The keeper's already committed to being on the floor, so why, why, why not the simple dink over or run it round him? But again, it's it's one of those. It, it's it, it's still two one, and as long as it stays two one, you won't you won't mind too much. But if if Canterbury get anything in the next five ten minutes, which they're actually on the edge of the Irvine Belvedere box now and they score, 
They've had a shot, it's gone wide. But, and you've just heard what they think of that. But if you're if you're 2-1 up and to finish the game off in with the last 10 minutes, all you've got to do is either put it down to the keeper's bottom corners or just dink it over him, like I said, and you hit the bar. Crikey O'Reilly. Crikey O'Reilly. Oh, oh, and now the, now the Canterbury centre forward and the uh, ear of goalkeepers having a bit of an argy-bargy. But, like I said, in all, it's been a good day. It's a, it's a good advertisement for the non-league day which again is a great initiative which I said earlier on because as we've said on this show a number of times football won't survive without grassroots and and there's a lot of times when you you depending on how your team's doing if, if, if you're a team who's in the top six of your division or you're top eight or you're winning the league or anything like that sometimes the non-league can be a bit of an escape from from what you're doing if, you, if you're a, if you support a team who's near the bottom of the table or for example not horribly something like Derby County and they're going through all the stuff they're going through maybe going down to a non-league game and watching them could could take your mind off it so not, non-league football is so important not just not just for the game in a sense it gets people playing football wherever it is like this but like from a sort of mental point of view you can shut yourself off from things that are going on in the pro game get down to your local team feel like you're part of a community so yeah, I seem to be rambling on a bit, so I do apologise about that. But it's just it just goes back to the message that we keep trying to say. Just support your non-league teams. I mean, you don't necessarily have to sort of like change who you support or have a second team and all that kind of thing. But, you know, if your team's playing away and they're miles and miles away, it's a national weekend, go down and watch your non-league club because they, they, love, they love having fans here. They love having people here. You know, oh... They love having people here and, and watching. You know, there, there's a couple of hundred here at the moment, but... But the way they're playing, they're playing as if there's 40, 50,000 here, you know, they're putting everything on the line and and you really can't knock that with non-league football and I think that's something that that the pro game does, does miss to a degree. It's very blood and thunder at this level, isn't it? And there we go, Irithan Belvedere's third goal of the game to make it, Irithan Belvedere three, um, Canterbury City, clearly one, um, a long goal kick from the goalie um, for the assist, the ball's gone over. Players run through on goal. Um, the Canterbury City goalkeeper has committed to it and he's just slotted it past him in the bottom corner. And that's really what they should have done a few minutes ago. But now they've made up for it. It's 3-1. And, yeah, pretty much tuck yourself in, game over. And well in town are playing at the moment in a game um, where they're leading 2-1 that if Irvin Belvedere stays like this and a well in town game ends 2-1, well in actually leapfrog Kennington, who were playing well in town, into fifth place. So... Yeah, it, it's it, it's good for Welling because they'll they'll move up the table and Canterbury are uh, Canterbury in the nicest possible way. Even though they're losing this game and they've they've been second best the, the majority of the time, even though they've just had a shot that's been saved. Um, you don't go, keeper. Yeah, and and there you go. That's that's that's, that's, the, that's the second Avery child <laughs> who said well done to everything the goalkeeper's done. You're a fan of the goalie today, aren't you? Yeah, because goalkeepers are always good. Yeah, they're very important positions, aren't they? Yeah. So you've got to big them up and say, well done. Yeah, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Exactly, 100%. And now, uh, well, um, well in. what am I talking about? Irifer on the attack, beats the player. There's a little push in the back. He's still beating the player, still beating the player. Oh, and he's hit it over the bar from about six yards out. But, it, it, you know, it's been an entertaining game. At the end of the day, this is what I said earlier on at the very beginning. Eight quid, it's been a four-goal game. Get down your non-league, everyone. Get down your non-league. So the game ends 3-1 to Irith and Belvedere and 
although um, Canterbury got the, got their goal and made it a little bit more entertaining, there was only really one team in it. Erith and Belvedere did really dominate from the start and, and were in control. Um, even when Canterbury scored, I couldn't really see them getting into the game and getting the second. Um, some lovely football at times by Erith and Belvedere. If you can be tired, it's a little bit critical. You can say they play a lot of cross field passes and um, maybe there's, there's a few times they could have played it a little bit simpler but in all they've won 3-1 so you can't be overly critical uh, Canterbury they, they, they give it all they give it all they give it a good game they tried really really well but um, ultimately it it just wasn't to be and they couldn't match up to here from Belvedere and you can see now why in the nicest possible way you're from Belvedere in the top six and Canterbury are nearer to the bottom of the table um, I think if results go their way this will see Irith and Belvedere go fifth in the league um, and be a little bit closer to that top spot uh, a little bit closer to the top spot but it, um, they're, they're, they're too far behind to catch likes of Chatham and, and Sheppey and Glebe and those type of teams but you know to have a top six finish um, in, in a division with teams with that kind of spending power and know that type of ambition really really well um, and seeing how they get on maybe you, you, you know they'll, they'll be seeing how they get on against the of Tan as well who are currently 2-1 down against Punjab FC so it's um, yeah it's it's, it's, it's this Skeffle League is very interesting if, if you keep your eye on it I mean I know a lot of uh, people look at a non-league and they might look at like the National League and the National League South but you look a bit further down the pyramid you've got some good little teams down there and it is very very competitive a lot of the teams on the same points and like I said, with the likes of Sheppey and, uh, and Glebe, who were top of the table at the start of the season, they're now second and third because Chatham have, have taken taken the lead, taken the lead in the table. So you keep your eye on the non-league guys. It's, it's wide open. It's wide open. It really, really is. And and like you know, we stood next to the pitch now, next to the tunnel. The, like the, the two boys I'm with have said, "Well done to everyone." The players are talking to them. So you know, if you've got you you got your little ones with you they'll be meeting the players and talking to the players so it's good stuff um, I'll be hoping hoping to maybe get down to a game like Sheppey um, in a few weeks because everyone says you know how well Sheppey play and how many goals they score so it'd be good to watch them um, I know I watch a lot of the more local teams so it'd be good to expand my knowledge on other teams I believe Sheppey uh, Sheppey will be at home um, against someone like Crowborough so I'll have a look at that and then, and then obviously reporting that the best I can but Signing off from Parkview Road, 3-1 era from Belvedere. If you're Danny Murphy in charge, you really can't be too disappointed. So up the deers, come new lines. Thank you for listening to Aston Millwall. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. Over to Aston Millwall. Till next time. Who do you want to watch? 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.